Okay. So, um, yes, I invite you right now to find a posture of ease of your choice. Either stretch the legs out in front of you, cross-legged, and bring your awareness to the breath. And simply see how much of yourself you can bring into the space at this time. Notice the breath, the quality and texture. So I am going to invite the focus to be on ease in the body, to move the mind away from judgment, shame or blame of the body, and to be able to come into a full acceptance and appreciation of exactly where your body is and all that it can do for you. To allow the breath to increase, let's draw in three deep nourishing breaths, filling the lungs completely. Pay attention to the pause at the top of the breath. And see if you can notice the intention for the exhale. And allow the awareness to drift all the way down to the bottom of the breath. Notice the shoulders. Allow the body to rest softly on the earth. And inhale through the crown of the head and on the exhale, drop the chin down to the chest. Feel the length in the back of the neck. Take another inhale. And on the exhale, float the chin across the collarbones to the right shoulder. Inhale at the apex of the movement. On the exhale, glide the chin across the collarbones to the opposite left shoulder. Inhaling at the apex, exhaling as you glide across and continue with this motion at your own pace. I invite you to pause and linger in any places where you experience tightness or holding constricted sensation and simply breathe into that place. Taking your time, having no destination and no hurry. And on the next exhale, allow the chin to find itself in the center position and inhale the crown of the head up towards the heavens. Bring the palms of the hands to the knees. Draw the shoulders down and back. Extend the heart through the threshold of the ribcage, opening the heart. Take a deep breath, chin to chest. Exhale, crown of the head down towards the earth in front of you. 
Inhale, slide the torso out of the pelvis. Shimmy it around so that you can feel the length here. And with the back of the head, allow it to reach back towards the rear wall as you round the back. Press into the palms of the hands, chin to chest. Again, cascade the head down towards the earth. And continue at your own pace. Taking your time and really feeling into what is alive and what is constricted in the body. Our movement practice is simply an extension of our meditation, our mindfulness practice. There are six positions of the spine. We are now flexing the spine forward and back. And on the next inhale, allow the body to come upright. Now paying a very careful attention to how you do this, allow the body to drift up to a standing posture in whatever way it accommodates your body. And take your time, feel every muscle that moves and stretches to get you into that posture. And once you come to standing, look down at the feet and see that they're parallel to each other. Allow the knees to be a little bit relaxed. In fact, bounce a little bit so that you can feel yourself roll onto the inner arches of the feet. Pick the toes up and allow yourself to feel all four corners of the feet. And take a deep breath and begin to simply sway the body back and forth, allowing the arms to flop on the side of the body. The back of the hand massaging just below the rib cage. And breathing, allowing the breath to initiate the movements. At your own pace. And you can pick the heel up and really begin to look over the shoulder. Two more positions of the spine, twisting from side to side. And as the body warms up, begin to reach the arm up to the extent that you can. Feel into the body. And allow the body to make any sounds of release. Without any judgment or shyness or embarrassment. And then begin to allow the arms to float back down. Patting the rear kidneys with the back of the head. And come to stillness. And find your posture again, your mountain posture. Pour the weight into the right foot. And either allow the toes to remain on the floor or lift them up and circle the left ankle. And if it's available to you, you can lift the knee up and so that you also are getting the left hip joint into the movement. 
And breathe here. Lift the heart. Find a dristy point on the floor, which is a focal point, which may increase your stability. Now press the heel forward and point the toes, curling the toes under. And shake that out. And place the left foot on the floor. Feel the energy of that movement. And shift the weight into the left side. And begin the same movement with the right foot and ankle. And I may have forgotten on the opposite side to encourage you to change the direction. And press the heel forward. Point the toes at your own pace. Curl the toes under tightly. Shake it out. And come to stillness. Slide the eyes closed for a second and feel what has come alive in the body. Bring your full awareness to the body. You may notice a little beating of the heart. Increase, the breath may have increased. You may feel some opening in the joints of the legs and the knees and the ankles. And I invite you on the inhale to turn the palms forward and allow the arms to drift up overhead. Bring the palms together down the midline of the body to the heart on the exhale. Take a deep breath. Turn the fingers down. Reach wide sun arms. Gather all of the energy in the universe. Bring the fingertips together and feel that energy radiate down onto the crown of your head. As you bring the palms of the hands forward and the elbows together, glide this energy down the front of the body, stopping at the third eye, at the heart chakra, the throat chakra, the heart chakra, and come all the way down the body and around the hips. Inhale, turn the palms forward, reach all the way up. Allow the thumbs to reach back towards the rear wall. Look up through the ceiling. Palms together down the midline of the body again. And step forward onto your mat. Take a deep breath, turn the palms down, reach the arms all the way back, big sun arms. And bend the knees, allow the arms to flare out to the side as you fold the torso over the thighs. Drip the hands down towards the earth, begin to straighten the legs. Take a deep breath, bring the palms of the hands to the upper shin. Flat table back, look straight down at the earth. The neck is an extension of the spine. Take another deep breath here on the exhale. Fold the body over. Bend the knees, rest the torso on the thighs. Reach the arms out to the side. 
and slowly begin to straighten the body back up as you bring the arms up overhead. Down the central axis. Anjali Mudra to the heart. Inhale, palms down, fingers down, reach the arms up. Bend the knees. Fold the torso. Straighten the legs. Palms to the upper shin. Flat table back. Take a deep breath here. On the exhale, release all of the oxygen in the body and allow the crown of the head to spill its contents on the floor. Bring the hands all around the back of the legs. If, if it's possible, reach down to the heels and begin to pull the torso, the nose, in towards the, um, the knees. And bend the knees. The torso will let will rest on the thighs. Bring the elbows to the lower thigh. Hands together in prayer. Press out through the tailbone. And straighten the legs. Allow the elbows to slide off of the knees. Again, bend the knees. And drift the arms up. Near or alongside the ears, press out through the fingertips and allow the thumbs to draw the torso up, coming into Ukatasana chair pose. And breathe. An energy generating posture. At any point that you feel you need to come out of this posture, straighten the legs and allow the thumbs to draw you all the way up. But before you do that, discern. Is this the mind telling you, oh, get out of this? Or is the body saying, I've had enough? And allow yourself to be kind and compassionate. Press into all four corners of the feet, straighten the legs, and bring the hands all the way up. Allow the thumbs to reach back towards the rear wall. Take a deep breath here. On the exhale, bring the hands together down the midline of the body. And bring your awareness to what has come alive here. And bring the elbows in alongside the body. And reach the hands out. Feel the energy of the earth. Draw that energy all the way up into the palms of the hands. And turn the hands towards each other, the little fingers touching. And radiate that energy into the third eye. Without touching the body. Into the throat chakra. Into the heart. Now allow yourself to touch the torso of your body. Going around the solar plexus. Stimulating the internal organs. Open the heart. And go down the sides of the legs. And the inside. Come back around the hips. Go around the back of the legs. 
shine the boots and come all the way up the front of the leg and find your mountain. And step back with the left foot. Not too far, just a comfortable position. And we're going to row our lifeboat across the ocean of turmoil. So bring the hands here as though you have oars. Come forward. And with the whole body, roll your oars back. Lift the forward foot if you have that balance. And bring the oar forward. And lift the rear foot. And continue and bring your whole body into the movement as you roll your lifeboat across the ocean of turmoil, of dissatisfaction. Lovingly, with compassion for the body, feel the grace and the dance of your movement And feel into a sense of appreciation. The hands are soft. Even as you draw the oars back, the fingers are barely touching. Put your whole body into it. And simply continue at your own pace. Improvise on the motion and the movement. And we're beginning to reach the farther shore. And on the next, drawing the oar forward, step forward. And allow the mist of the shore to rise up. And rain down, bringing the little fingers together. Bring the hands close to the body. Stepping on to the safety of the shore. Roll onto the inner arches of the feet. Open the heart and the chest and spread the collarbones and find every part of the body that needs to move into a posture of ease. And simply feel the energy moving through the body, the chi. Feel the energy in the fingertips. Become aware of the breath. And take a deep breath and step back into your boat with the right foot. And bring the oars up. Coming forward. And roll the boat back to the other shore. 
at your own pace, in your own time. And allow your body to be a part of the grace of this dance, the dance of life. The way we find safety as we move through the world with kindness and ease for ourselves and for others. And breathe. Allow the breath to initiate the movements. Exhaling as you push forward. Inhaling as you draw the oars back towards the body. Perhaps lifting both elbows up. Rocking back and forth on the heel and the ball of the rear rear foot. Allow the whole body to be a part of this movement. And we're beginning to reach our originating point, the mist is still lying over the lake of the life. And as you bring the oars forward, step forward and allow the mist to rise in front of you. Feel the energy of the earth rising. Turn the fingertips towards each other and rain that energy down on your head. Feel it. Take a deep breath and on the exhale, bring the little fingers together, the elbows, and radiate that energy right into the body. Infuse the body with the energy generated from our movements. And come back to a soft standing posture. Roll on to the ball of the foot. Rolling onto the inner arches. Perhaps slide the eyes closed. If that's comfortable to you. And bring the feet together. Gentle, soft movements generating a lot of energy in the body. And so bring the elbows back in. This is one of my favorites. Open the chest and the heart. And this is not only going to generate a little bit of energy, but it's also going to maybe challenge our coordination. So with the right hand, I'll demonstrate. Allow the gate to open. The elbow comes up, crosses over the front of the body, comes down onto the shoulder and glides down the body alongside the outer edge of the leg and shines the boots. And with the fingers touching into the back of the leg, into this energy channel, come all the way up over the glutes, 
bring the hand forward, and as this hand comes forward, open the gate of the left hand. Elbow up, across the body, softly touching the shoulder, going down the side of the body, across the boots. Fingers into the back of the leg, all the way up, activating that energy channel. And forward again as this gate opens. And continue with this movement at your own pace. See how you can allow the breath to initiate the movement. Maybe it's two breaths down. Maybe it's one down and one up. See if it's possible to pair your breath with your movement at whatever pace feels comfortable for your body. activate the energy in our body we don't always have to do calisthenics or try to break a sweat this is a time in the world where we seek kindness and gentleness and compassion for ourselves and others maximizing our energy intake and our energy output. And a few more rounds if your body is receptive to this. You may find that the body begins to open and glide more towards the rear wall. And bring the arms forward when you come to this point. Turn the palms down, float the arms out. Spread the feet just a little bit. Allow the knees to be soft and the shoulders to be soft, the chest to be open. And bless the earth with the energy that you've generated from your practice. A simple infinity movement with the arms. Allowing the whole torso, the shoulders, to engage in the movement. Taking your time, inhaling to one side, exhaling to the other, perhaps allowing the arms to come up a little bit higher as the energy begins to pour upward from the earth, feeling the electromagnetic energy that surrounds us, feeling the breath. 
And on the next inhale and exhale, bring the hands in front. Once again, inhale the arms up overhead. Bringing the little fingers together, allow the energy to pour in to the body. And this time, allow yourself to touch the body, to infuse that energy with every part. Bring the hands around the back, the backs of the hands, and bounce. And massage the kidneys just below the the, um, rib cage. And give the sacrum a massage. Come around the hips. And allow the arms to slide down. Two more positions of the spine. Begin to spread the feet over. We'll bring the arms up and over. Actually, you can put your hands on the opposite hip. And for this for this uh, movement, the corners of the mouth should slide back towards the ears. Yeah, I like that. (laughs) And breathe. Inhaling. Exhaling on the reach. And begin to come to stillness, stepping the feet back together into your grounding poles, your connection with the earth. Hmm. Notice what you may be feeling in the body. Scan every inch of the body. And see if you can feel any lines of energy moving through that weren't there before or not. Bring a keen awareness to all that is moving here. To the pace of your heart. To the cadence of your breath. And then we'll step forward to our mat. And we'll inhale the arms up overhead. Exhale, this time swan dive down. Press the tailbone towards the rear wall. Gently and slowly. Step back with the left foot. Bend the forward knee. High lunge here. Press out through the rear heel on the left side. Look down at the earth. Allow the neck to be an extension of the spine. As you place the palms of the hands down on your mat, slide the right leg back to meet the left. Come up onto the toes. 
and glide the back, glide the weight of the body into the rear legs, pressing into the heel of the hand. Take a deep breath here, and on the exhale, release the left heel down to the earth. And inhale up, and release the right. And on the inhale and exhale, continue to walk the dog in this manner at your own pace. And two more rounds on each side. And when you complete those rounds, come all the way up onto the toes again. Press into the heel of the hand. Draw the tailbone completely up through the ceiling. And glide the body forward into a plank. Look down at the earth. Two options here, depending on your body. Chaturanga Dandasana, where you tuck the elbows in towards the ribs and lower the body down, or come down, knees, chest, and chin. Glide the body forward. Allow the shoulders to slide down towards the waist. Press into the heel of the hand and roll the torso up. Lift the hands up off of your mat. Press them right up under the shoulders. Curl the toes under and roll all the way up. And glide the tailbone back towards the knees. Pop the knees up off of your mat. Find the architecture of your down dog. Press into the heel of the hand. All the way back. Breathe right here. Look up at your hands. And step forward this time with the left foot. Step, hop, drag, however you need to get it there. And bend the forward knee. Press out through the rear right heel. And look down at the earth through the floor. Find your connection. And however your body needs to, begin to bring the right foot forward to meet the left. Standing forward bend. Clasping opposite elbows, allow the body to hang forward. And lift the torso up off of the thigh so that it's parallel to the earth. Bring the arms out to the side like the wings of a bird unfolding. Press out through the fingers. Take a deep breath here. Turn the palms up and pivot the torso all the way up. Bringing the arms up overhead. Look through the gap. And while you're in this posture, allow the thumbs to drift back towards the rear wall to the extent that your body allows that. Giving yourself a back bend, either slight or whatever your body wants. Open the front of the body from the navel to the heart. And drift the body back to neutral. Palms together down the midline of the body.
Take a deep breath of gratitude and appreciation for this beautiful instrument. For all that it can do. And as you stand in this posture of gratitude, simply allow the flesh of the body to lay softly on the architecture of your your frame like a soft cloth draped over its structure. The shoulders are dripping down towards the earth. The neck is long. The chin is slightly tucked in parallel to the earth. Take a deep breath, turn the fingertips down, and allow the hands to float alongside the body. Find your breath here. And in whatever way your body likes, I invite you now to drift down to your mat on your back. Take in your time. Notice exactly how you get there. And initially I invite you to simply allow your legs to rest on the earth. Press out through the heel and activate the legs if that's available to you. If not, you can allow the, um, the feet to stand on your mat. And you may want to have your, um, your belt near you. I think we will use the belt. So draw the knees into the chest. Embracing them wherever it's comfortable, either up under the knees at the upper thigh in the back or locking the hands together around the knees. And begin to rock the body to and fro from side to to side, loosening the skin around the shoulder blades. Do nothing to move the head. Relax the neck and allow the body to drag the head to and fro on its own accord. And see if that's an easy venture for you or if you have difficulty releasing that and letting go. The neck carries a good 16 pounds of weight every day so let's give it a break allow the body to massage it take a deep breath here and on the exhale drift the body back to a neutral position release the hands from the knees and bring the feet to standing on the ceiling dripping the toes down towards the face And get your strap and wrap it around the balls of both feet. 
bringing the feet together. And begin to draw the legs in towards the, the chest. Press out through the heels and press the ball of the big toe up towards the ceiling. Now, what have you tightened up here in the back? Can the shoulders fall back down, kissing the earth? Now, slide the left leg out from the strap. Take the strap into the right hand. It's around the right foot. Press out through both heels. Take a deep breath here and allow the left leg to slowly drift down towards the earth as you continue to draw the right leg in towards the body. Notice if you've tightened anything up in the body in order to achieve this and breathe into those places. Take another deep breath and begin to migrate the right leg over to the right side, turning the toes out. You may want to um, bend the arm and allow the elbow to give you some leverage. And simply allow that right leg to drift over to the right to the extent that it can as you continue to press out through the left foot. Activate the left leg by pressing into the heel. How much relaxation can you find here? And if it's available to you with the strap, you can simply allow the the foot to come up more towards the top of the head. Only if it's available to, to you. Listen to your body. Listen deeply. And take a deep breath here and allow the right leg to migrate back up. Release the strap from that leg. Press out through both heels. Take another deep breath here. And as you press out through the right heel, allow it to drift down towards the earth. Take a deep breath and let it out with a sigh. (sighs) Allow both feet to fall out to the side. Take another deep breath and try that sigh again. (sighs) You know the body likes that. It really does. You have to admit it. Now step the feet back to standing on your mat. And draw the knees into the chest again. And release the knees and allow the feet again to stand on the ceiling as you drape your, um, your strap around both balls of both feet. And draw the legs and the feet towards the face. No strain. No judgment, no comparison. Tender self-love and compassion. 
and slide that right leg out this time. Press out through the heel, both heels. Take a deep breath here and drift the right leg down towards your mat as you draw the left leg in towards the body. Feel what happens in the sacrum and the hips. And notice if you tighten anything up in the body. The natural state of the body is relaxation. Find that state right now. And take a deep breath and begin to migrate the left leg out to the left side, turning toes down. And you can use the elbow for leverage. So you really want to support the leg with the strap while allowing it to find its range and its edge. And breathe right here. You may want to place the right hand on the right hip so that you can continue to kiss the earth with that hip not allowing it to rise up so that you can reach some destination on the left side. And inhale the left leg back up. Press deeply through the heel as you release the strap. Take a deep breath and allow the right leg to drift down towards the earth. Take a deep breath here again, and with a loud sigh, allow the feet to flop out to the side. (sighs) Now activate, let's see how much time we have. Activate um, both um, legs by pressing out through the heel. Bend the left leg. And um, place the heel on uh, your mat. And press down into the sole of that foot and shift the hips over to the left just an inch or two. So that you're kind of um, a little bit on the right side of the buttock. And step the left foot up onto the right. Avoid the knee. Bring the right hand to the outer edge of the left knee and extend the left hand straight out from the shoulder. Press through the fingers. Take a deep breath and begin to allow that left knee to fall over to the right side. Bring your awareness to the left rib cage as the intercostal muscles expand. They're tucked in between the ribs. Maintain contact with the left shoulder and the earth and press out through the right heel. Take a deep breath. Press out through the fingertips of the left side. And on the exhale, melt the body over a micro-movement more to the right and continue to allow the breath to initiate this movement.
and to assist and support in releasing. The breath is everything. As my granddaughter says, the breath is the truth. And release the right hand from the left knee. Begin to roll back over to the left side. Bring that foot to the floor. Shift the body into neutral. And slide the left leg out to meet the right. Allow both feet to fall out to the side. And simply notice what you may feel in the body. Is there any difference on either side? Do things feel any different from when you started? Now activate both legs again, pressing out through the heel. Bring the right foot to standing on your mat. Press into the sole of the right foot. Shift the hips to the right slightly. Take a deep breath and step the right foot up on the left leg. Anywhere, avoiding the knee, whatever is comfortable for you. And drift the left hand to the outer edge of the right knee. Bring the right fingers straight, the right arm straight out from the shoulder joint and begin to fold the right knee over to the left. Open the rib cage, breathe right into the ribs. And stick that right shoulder to the earth. A tender embrace. Allow it to be intimate with the earth. Breathe into the right rib cage. Allow it to expand, undulate the spine. And see if you can create any more openings as you press on the inhale out through the right fingers. On the exhale, melt the body over to the left side. There's no goal. There's no destination. There never is in life. It's just something we fabricate. We're on a journey. Breathe deeply. And release the left hand from the right knee and begin to roll back to the right side. Step that right foot down, shift into neutral, and slide the foot out to meet the left. Allow both feet to just fall out to the side. Feel the earth element in your body, the rock of your bones. Feel the water element. 80 percent, 80 something percent water we are, liquid. Allow that liquid to flow right down into the earth. And notice how she receives us. We need to do nothing. And I invite you at this time to find a comfortable posture of Shavasana and or to make any subsequent moves that your body requires in order to find full relaxation.
And as you relax down onto the earth, find your breath. Notice the breath exactly as it is right now. Notice the impermanence of the breath, how it has changed, and how it has changed throughout our movement session. How dynamic our bodies are. I invite you to draw in a deep, deep, full breath all the way into the lungs and slowly let it out as you sink the body down into the earth.
Hi. That's different, huh? Hmm. I was so worried about having the mute on this when I went to the bathroom. I looked at it ten times. (laughs) Yeah, allow yourself to come into a posture of true comfort and ease. If you need a chair, please take a chair. It is relaxation in the body that allows us to move into deep states of meditation. The world seems like it's in a really interesting and kind of messy situation these days. And I wonder, if it's always been like this and now we have a technology that illuminates that more, that grabs our attention But it seems to me that it would be appropriate to generate some loving kindness and compassion and care for ourselves, for those around us, and for our world. So I would like to guide us into a loving kindness meditation today. Regardless of the state of the world, we can always use loving kindness. Finding ease in the body is super important. Don't assume a posture that looks like it's how we should be seated. Feel your body and see what your body wants. And allow yourself to engage the breath. And as we move through this meta practice of loving kindness, 
I invite you to come with a sense of humility. And that humility is gratitude and appreciation. I think that's what makes up humility. Gratitude for this breath. Feel the breath in the body. So much the breath is taken for granted. We don't think about the breath that much during the day. Most of us don't. It is the very life force that animates this body. Not many minutes without the breath. The body is no longer alive. Feel into a sense of gratitude and appreciation. And we don't have to do anything to receive this breath. It happens on its own in this body. Traditionally, we do phrases, metaphrases. Today, I would like to allow a more experiential experience of loving-kindness practice to move away from concepts and words So I invite you at this time to bring to mind an image of someone you love deeply, that you adore, that the very thought of them and sight of them makes your heart flutter. And if that is not a person, I invite you to bring in a pet or an animal. What's important is that it is a being that has offered you the gift of creating the conditions that open your heart to love. And allow that image to be before you. As you breathe into and through the heart. Feel the heart open and close and expand as the lungs do. And feel what it is that arises as you gaze into the eyes of this being. It 
It's ideal if they love you back. But that's not necessary. What's important is that there is some essential quality and element in this being that allows your heart to open. Touch into that. And notice how the heart blossoms. Notice the unconditionality of this love. Continue to breathe right through the heart, in and out. Feel the tone, the texture of this love. And allow it to radiate from the heart outward all the way through to the edges of the body. Continue to see this image. And wish this being all the things that you would have for them. (coughs) Happiness, joy, well-being, care, freedom from suffering. Not so much the words, but the feeling tone in the body. Breathe through the heart and allow that feeling to drift and surround that image. Perhaps a thread of breath that's a golden light surrounding them. And notice, notice the breath. Notice if it's full, expansive, or if it's shallow and tight. Allow the love you have for this being to expand it. And as you gaze into the eyes of this being, this beloved being, that you offer love without constriction or restriction or condition, allow them to offer that love back to you. that tenderness, 
that kindness, compassion, freedom of suffering, safety, protection, Continue to breathe through the heart and notice its capacity to receive, to give, and to receive. Can you let this in? Can you let in this great, this big love? Allow the heart to open. And notice the golden thread of breath that flows from this beloved loved one into your heart. Continue to allow the breath to be full and rich. Feeling the lungs, feeling the body. Allow this love to enter your bloodstream and touch every cell. It belongs to you. Now I invite you at this time to morph the image of that beloved who has offered you this sweet tenderness. Morph that image into an image of yourself who has received and is aglow with receiving. Take your time for some this there may be a little difficulty and for others it may come easy. Gaze into your own eyes still feeling the rhythm the thread of breath golden and a glow luminous that has been offered to you and offer that tender love to yourself to your own heart no one is more deserving
you've experienced the capacity to offer that love. Now allow yourself to receive it. Tenderness. Compassion. What does that feel like in the body? Settle into the texture and the taste of that love. Forget the words. Freedom from suffering and illness. Affliction and disease. Freedom. Infused with love. Compassion. Humility. Gratefulness. Appreciation. Breathe deeply through the heart. Breathing this in and breathing it out into the world. Breathe it all the way to the edges of the body and beyond into the field of energy that surrounds you. The protective shell of love, permeable, capable of letting in. without shielding. Attracting its own like. Take a deep breath here. Deep into the heart. Fill the body up with this self-love. And now, I invite you to invoke the images of your parents, wherever they may be, known or unknown, near or far, on either side of the veil of the living. Regardless of your relationship with them, what it has been, what it is now. Feel into their humanity, 
and placing anything aside that's necessary to feel this love, feel into a sense of appreciation for the gift of your life. Regardless of our relationship, it remains that we are here because we have come through them. And this truly warrants a deep appreciation. Intricately connected, cellularly, genetically, universally, Breathe in a deep love and appreciation for this connection. Allowing everything else to fall away. Feel into a sense of tenderness for this conduit that brought you to life at this time on this earth with these people who surround you without your parents. This would not be. Tender, deep acknowledgement of this gift of life. Allow the heart to open and surround them with the golden ribbon of breath. For this simple fact And I invite you now to bring to mind a child or children that you have been close to, that you have birthed, that you have cared for. And to feel into their humanity. Their longings. 
their hurts and their pains that may have resulted from our unenlightenment. Our imperfections. And offer tenderness and love and compassion, care, safety, freedom from suffering. Acknowledging all the ways that we may have exacerbated that suffering and offering forgiveness to ourselves and asking for forgiveness. Allow the heart to open and see the breath of golden light flow from the out-breath and surround that child or those children, whoever they may be, never ours. Feel the tenderness. And now bring the gaze back to that first beloved being the one that makes your heart flutter the one that you love unconditionally and you ask nothing of because there's no payment for the love you have for them it is your joy and your pleasure Gaze into the eyes of that beloved and feel the love that flows from your heart into theirs. Feel your capacity to love so deeply and so full and rich and beautiful. And allow the scent of that love to lay softly on your skin and on your face. To be infused in your breath. To blossom your heart.
Allow that golden ribbon of breath to encircle you and that beloved in tender love and compassion. And together, lift your arms and fling that love out into the world around you. That it may fall upon all beings like rain, soft rain. So, we will now shift. Um, I guess we can take a little bio break and those who are um, staying can bring your chairs closer and your, you know, make like two half circles with the um, Zafus and Zabotans and then the chairs behind that and we can begin to prepare for whatever I have to share.
Oh, I did it again. I went in the bathroom and I was like, oh. <laughs> nerve wracking. <laughs> oh, thank you all for staying. It's nice to see your faces. Some of you I've seen before and been with before. This is on now, right? So, um, this is, was kind of sporadic because I just got the call from Ashley. So, um, I wrote some things up and we'll see how that goes, but mostly I'm just going to, um, talk about impermanence, I think. Yeah. And, um, actually... Uh, before I do that, I would just like to um, give us an opportunity to connect with each other and um, offer a question for you to reflect upon. So, um, let's... um, do two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, thirteen. Let's do dyads and maybe one group of three. So turn to someone and um, and then one group will have three people in it because there's thirteen of us in here. And so just get, you know, figure out who you're gonna be with. And I know it might be a little tense, you know, because you don't maybe don't know each other. But, you know, one of the things that we do here at Spirit Rock is we're very, very um, in tune to building community. And so this is one way to not just come and share a beautiful intimate. Oh, great. Perfect. To just share beautiful, intimate meditation and movement practice. But to actually be able to turn to each other and and see who you're in the room with. And the question that I would like to offer is, um, what brought you to the Dharma? And what, um, what is the intention of your practice is really what I would like to unpack. Why do you practice? And we're just going to do like two minutes apiece. Let's see, there's two. We'll do um, four four minutes apiece, okay? And so, let's see. Um, the person who is sitting closest to this wall can go first. And we'll start now. What did I say, four minutes? Four minutes apiece? Four, four, yeah.
So begin to wrap up. And simply just take a moment to perhaps close your eyes and just take in what was shared with you and how it felt to offer your full attention and what it felt like to offer your reflections. Feeling tone of pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral. Perhaps what's come alive in your body from speaking and listening. Now taking a deep breath and open your eyes and um, we'll move to the second person.
can begin to wrap up. And just take a moment to marinate in that conversation a little bit. Perhaps close your eyes and just allow yourself to really feel into what you've shared, what's been shared with you. What is the feeling tone? Pleasant, unpleasant, neutral? Feel into the body, what may have arisen in the body, in your heart, in your bones. And I want to invite you right now to scan the body and see where you may be holding anything. And... I invite you to bring your attention back. And since I didn't have the great pleasure of participating in this, I I would love to hear um, particularly um, reflections on what is the intention of your practice. And be courageous and generous and bold and in sharing. It's a gift. What are your intentions in your practice? What brings you to the cushion or the chair? Yes. And could you say your name, please? My name is Jasmine. Jasmine. Thank you, Jasmine. Thank you very much. Beautiful. Anyone else like to share? Yes. And would you say your name, please? My name is Tori. Tori. Myself, but the kind of my partner, Peter, just to just 
Mm. Thank you for sharing that. Yes. Thank you. Is Kirsten? Kearsley. Thank you, Kearsley. Did you raise your hand? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Is there anyone who's else who would like to to share? Yes. Hi, Mark. You know, you really touched on a really, really important thing, and that is ease. Ease is everything. Ease is the natural state of the body. It's not tension and enduring and anxiety and um, rushing and getting from place to place. Ease is truly the natural state of the body. And, you know, we're so inundated with these condition, this conditioning around what we're supposed to do. I think the last time I was here, I talked a little bit about no one is paying us, you know, no one is going to reward us or pay us for, like, sitting and doing nothing. But ease is truly the natural state of the body. You know, when I, um, when I found meditation... You know, I I came through a really practical door, which was, you know, I just wanted to be calm, you know, and I just, you know, I wanted to um, get off of this kind of cyclical treadmill, sorry, that kept dumping me at the same place throughout my life over and over. I think that I'm like going somewhere different because I did that already and then get like down the road and say oh this is the same place I was last time but different different forest or you know different environment 
And so, um, you know, that's kind of the, the, the catch, the catch that got me is like just to um, seek some calm. And then as I began to deepen my practice and study, um, this language of liberation showed up. And that was, um, you know, me, child of the the 60s, black woman. I'm like, oh, liberation, yeah, freedom, you know, revolution, you know, um, you know, um, get out of jail free, you know, no more prison, slavery, you know. And then I realized um, it's got to be, you know, that's a very surface kind of material form of liberation. And I realized, no, that's really not, I mean, yeah, we want that kind of physical freedom on the, in this realm. But this realm, this material, this earthly realm is a realm of suffering. There's joy. But, you know, earlier I was saying, you know, it seems like there's an awful lot of stuff going on in the world, but, you know, has it been going on all, you know, new day, different color kind of thing? Has has stuff been going on all the time from time immemorable? And, and yes, it has. So this is our particular brand and flavor of suffering that we're in right now. And so suffering is always going to be here. It's the nature of our existence. And to be able to step off of that treadmill, then liberation is to be able to step off of that treadmill. And liberation is a state of mind. Liberation is a state of mind. There is oppression in the world. There is turmoil. There is hardship in the world. This is true. There's inequality, there's prejudice, there's, there's racism, there's all kinds of um, hatred in the world. And to be liberated, to come to our cushion for liberation, is to be able to cultivate a mind state that allows us to move with the ebb and tide of life, and most importantly, to be able to hold the reality of suffering along with the beauty, the deep, intense beauty and joy, and not to let one overpower the other. So our tendency as human beings is to cling on to What's beautiful? Oh, I never want to leave this environment. I wish I could live here. It's so lovely. I the turkeys and, and all of the, you know, I just want to hold on to it because it's like calm and peaceful. I love coming to Spirit Rock. I do not want to go back to the political climate, to what's happening in my neighborhood, to the gun violence, to all of the things that are in the news want to push that away and and then like you were saying Mark like Mark was saying 
this whole thing about endurance, you know, can I just endure that? Well, that's not easeful at all. So, um, liberation is really coming to a place of what is called equanimity, where we can hold both the horrors of this life with the beauty. Now, we, all, we know all about the horrors. On the fundamental level, the moment we come into this world, we're handed a death sentence. I mean, it's just what it is. You know, we've, we, we're, we start our death process when we show up. And some people have gone so far as to say that we're stalked by a murderer that's going to get us in the end. We can't escape it. We don't know when, we don't know how, but... We come here, we start getting stalked, and we're stalked for the rest of our life. Now, we can live in that. But on the other hand, we we also have been offered these magical, mystical, incredible bodies that our being resides in, which is the only reason why we can be on this plane. It's because we're in here. They're on loan. Let's not, let's not like get too attached to them. These bodies are also on loan. But we've been offered these beautiful bodies, the heart is beating. You know, I just got off of a month-long retreat at the Forest Refuge in in Massachusetts. And so quiet, I, I, I achieved some really beautiful deep states of samadhi. And then I could hear my heart beating. I mean, when I'd lay down, I would like, like, who's drumming? You know, really, I thought that it was so loud. I thought that it was coming from outside of myself. And then there was like, I could hear different flaps opening. I mean, the sensitivity was crazy. And, and even though I tried to be annoyed with that because it was really loud. At one point I was like, wow, how magnificent. This heart has been beating like this for 65 years already. And faster when, it, when you're born. Have you ever heard a newborn baby's heart? I mean, it's like, is that the baby's heart? You know, and um, so we have these magnificent magnificent body so to be able to you know this is on a very fundamental level to be able to hold that we've been given a death sentence and that we have these magnificent bodies that allows us to experience immense joy to be able to hold those two things at the same time is liberation and to be able to hold them with a sense of not Pushing away that these messengers are there. You know, age, aging, what is it? Aging, old age, sickness, and death. They're going to be there. They're going to be there. 
and not clutching onto the joy, even clutching onto life, even clutching onto our lives is a suffering. The second of the Four Noble Truths, well, the first one is that there's suffering, there's dukkha. The second is that there's a cause, and the cause is clinging. Anything that we cling on to is suffering, because none of it is permanent. Our consciousness is not permanent. And I offered that meta um, meditation today in a different way. Those of you who have done meta before usually hear the phrases, the meta phrases, and you recite, chant the meta phrases. But even our words are just concepts, and we we treat them like they're actually objects. So when we speak of an apple. It's just a word. And then when we have an apple in front of us, we're really a lot of times just dealing with a concept. Even though there is an apple, it has substance to it. But in the end, it also is empty. Like our bodies. And I know in terms of speaking on impermanence, the three characteristics of existence, the first one is impermanence, that everything is impermanent. The second one is that there's suffering, dukkha. And the third one, which gets really hard to grasp, is that there's no self. And it's like, you know, well, wait, what's this? You know, we have reified our bodies and look at ourselves as these solid objects. Yet we are a process. I'm starting this sentence right now. By the time I finish this sentence, 50 million cells in your body will have died and regenerated. Those cells are gone. Now, some cells, you know, don't regenerate like up here. (laughs) When they're gone, that's over. (laughs) But, um, you know, it gets a little, you know, impermanence is the opening door to begin to truly find liberation by understanding that we are not these solid beings, that that apple is a process that that tree is a process, that everything moves and shifts and changes. I looked in the mirror, you know, every now and then, I'll look in the mirror and I'll see the change. And I don't see it every day. But I looked in the mirror the other day, maybe last week, and I was like, ooh, whoa, you're really getting old. You know, <laughs> you know I don't see it every day, but... And then I'll get used to this look for, you know, maybe a couple of years. And then I'll look in the mirror and it's like, whoa, you're on your way, you know. (laughs) So, um, you know, it's important to remember that we are of the nature to die. And that 
There is nothing that is not of the nature to die. Ease is the natural state of the body. These bodies are on loan. It requires intense maintenance to keep these bodies alive. Intense. You have to eat. You have to eliminate waste. You have to get rid of it some kind of way. You can't live with it. You know, you, you know like, just think. If you went, say, a week without washing without brushing your teeth, going barefooted, at the end of that week, you would see the decay on your body. The body, you know, the body wants to go back to its mother. You know, we, we are magical beings because we are earth that walks. We're not people that walk on the earth. We are earth that walks. And so... The body wants to go back home. Don't we all want to go back home? You know, we have to keep the body upright. We did Shavasana. How did that feel? The body loved that. It's like, get me back down to the earth. You know, so the body wants to go back home. And it requires a tremendous amount of maintenance to keep the body in play. And what a beautiful gift we've been given to honor it and to respect it, to care for it as deeply as possible. Regardless of how we take care of it, it's going back to the earth. So we can give some really damaged merchandise back to the earth or we can like, you know, care for this body for when it returns to its mother. So, you know, I, I, this is over at 1215. Look at I wrote a lot of stuff, but I can't do it all. And um, I think that that might have just kind of touched upon a Nietzsche and impermanence. And even though it seems like um, impermanence is like, oh, obviously, everything passes away. A deep understanding of impermanence opens the door to understanding that we are not the solid beings that we think we are. To understanding that um, we are very powerful in being able to um, really create our lives and to create how we move through the world. We have a tremendous amount of power to be free of suffering. Even though we are living in like this hell realm. We have the power to be able to to alleviate the suffering and to find liberation in our lives. So um, I'm going to stop there. I went over a few minutes. And I just would like to thank you for your kind attention. And I just offer these things for your reflection. And let's just let the words fall away. Let the concepts fall away. And just sit for a minute.
Thank you for your presence and your practice. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed continue these offerings, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.